Good morning to you all. I'm your host, Alma Thorensen, welcoming you to After Hours with Friendingen Ekonomina. No gag this week, just me, promise. Thank you to all of you who listened to the last episode and gave me feedback on the more event coverage segments. I love hearing what people have to say about the pod, given that it's delivered in a respectful manner, of course. And it was really fun to know that some of you appreciate uh, listening to my observations as I move about the world. Uh, unfortunately, there will be no similar segment this episode, as I've spent most of the days since recording the last episode sick to some degree. I do think that you can hear it to some extent in my voice still. Uh, I have my tea right by me, but I don't know if it's doing me any good. Uh, luckily, and you know, knock on wood, I, there was no COVID involved, but I did contract the kind of nasty cold that seems to be sneaking up on all of us now that we're venturing out into the world again. I just kind of happen to be genetically unlucky in the sense that I like to refer to myself as the queen of sinus inflammations. For a while, I was so congested that I was worrying about whether or not I would be able to record this episode at all. The voices, dare I say, the most important part of podcasting. For me, it doesn't matter what a podcasting host is talking about if I find them or a guest even shrill or totally off I have been known to turn it off completely and I don't tend to return listening to podcasts is supposed to be relaxing you know what can I say I'm a harsh critic upon release we are officially in what I argue to be the second most miserable month in Sweden topped only by February November has always been been a difficult one for me as it provides so little to look forward to in this part of the world. On the last episode, I, like George Costanza, if you're a Seinfeld fan, shifted into soup mode and gave a tribute to my favorite type of liquid meal that I tend to reserve for this time of year. But not even shifting into said soup mode tends to alleviate the doom and gloom that I feel once November rolls around. When I lived in the United States, you at least had the Thanksgiving festivities to look forward to at the end of the month. You know, for me, my grandparents would come over and we'd have delicious kosher food. Now, I think it's obvious to most of us that the holiday is rooted in genocide and the horrific treatment of indigenous people. And I certainly don't mean to advertise Thanksgiving as a holiday without its historical pitfalls. What I'm trying to get at, though, is the thing that has always made the second worst month of the year feel a little bit easier, which was being surrounded by loved ones, or even just the promise of being surrounded by loved ones. Thus, I encourage you to take some extra time this month to pay your loved ones, whether that be your chosen family or your family allotted at birth, some extra attention. Call your dad buy your aunt flowers, go on a spontaneous walk with your significant other, or drop off a special treat for your friend at their job. These are just examples, but I think that you're getting the gist of what I'm trying to say here. Take the time to take care of those you love the most in order to nurture yourself too. Not out of obligation, but the desire to do right by the people who do right by you. If you're looking to brighten your month, I promise that this will be 10,000 lux worth of it. 
For the next segment, I had the pleasure of interviewing Emil Hegg. Not only was Emil crowned best male micronomist of this year's Faderiet, his team, the adventurous outdoorsies, actually went on to win the whole shebang. Before we move on to the interview portion, here's a little bit about Emil. He's 20 years old and is born and raised in Nacka here in Stockholm. He lived here until he graduated from secondary studies, after which he entered Lumpen, which for my non-Swedes is essentially an introductory year of military service for those who may be interested in going into the army full-time. He spent most of his time in the army in Luleå, where he was a part of an air base special counterforces unit as a medic. Emil is quite tall, and he also happens to take an interest in basketball. Currently, he plays for Skuru's team out in Nacka. Go Skuru! I'm thankful that people like him exist to carry the myth that tall people are also coordinated because the tall person currently speaking is certainly not. He also has quite some experience when it comes to coaching and has even arranged for summer camps and clinics in the past. Emil loves music, listening to it as much as playing it. He primarily plays guitar and a little bit of accordion, but he's tried his hand at quite a few instruments in his day. He also sings, soon, am I right, ladies? He is a part of Föreningen Ekonomerna's very own choir, if you would like to join him. He collects vinyl actively and takes an interest in all sorts of music. His latest musical fascination is the local to Stockholm band, Teddy Bears. I've seen those guys live in concert. They don't play around. Now that you've gotten to know Emil a bit better, listen as we delve into his experience as a micro in this year's Faderiet. Uh, why did you choose to join Faderiet this semester? Well, uh, I've heard a lot about uh, the kickoffs to uh, universities from my friends who study at uh, other schools or universities. Uh, and uh, their experiences have been really good. So uh, I was really excited that we had a really nice kickoff as well. And uh, was the kickoff anything like you thought it would be? Did it live up to your expectations? <laughs> I would say that it uh, was uh, very much uh, better than what I expected actually. Uh, because uh, yeah, I think there is some kind of rumor uh, that uh, <laughs> the student life at SU is not uh, the best, but uh, I think it has been really good. I think that uh, people are probably uh, a bit, um, as we say in Sweden, they ser inte skogen för alla träden because they uh, feel like uh, the nice things in life is somewhere else. They're chasing something further away, but uh, sometimes it can be really good at, here at home as well. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And likewise, I reject the notion that student life at SU would be any worse than anywhere else. I truly do think that it is what you make it. And yeah. I say that as someone who's been here for more than three years now. Okay. But moving on, do you have a favorite memory associated with Father Diet this year? Uh, well, uh, the amazing race was a really fun uh, day. Uh, yeah, that looked amazing. I was yeah. so jealous. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, and like a lot of things to remember from that with all the challenges and stuff like that. 
so that was really fun. Uh, and also, I enjoyed the karaoke a lot uh, because I like to sing. It's a big interest for me. But, uh, so that was really fun as well. Okay, nice. And now for those of our listeners that aren't aware, your team actually won. Yes, we did. <laughs> did you expect to win? Uh, well, uh, to my uh, knowledge, I think that we were kind of in the lead throughout basically the whole Faderiet. So <laughs> uh, I think we kind of, uh, yeah, we kind of noticed that we were in the lead and then we just uh, were even more uh, uh, motivated to uh, take the take the whole uh, uh but and i am asking you this because we actually sat across from each other at finsittningen i don't know if uh you uh, noticed me or not but you were very excited <laughs> when you heard the announcement yes I, and I so i would like to know a little bit more about how you felt hearing that yeah <laughs> Uh, it was really frustrating that they put the song Oppo song uh, because uh, I've heard that song before and the whole like thing about the song is that it has the longest build-up ever to <laughs> a kind of nice rock. But like so hearing that that song comes on I just knew that it would be a really like uh, long <laughs> wait to, <laughs> to get the winner announced. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you just uh, felt your heart beating and was like really, <laughs> it was, uh, the, <laughs> the stress uh, was building up and like, uh, yeah, so it was, it was kind of emotional actually with all the build-up. Yeah, no, I can imagine. And also the sitting was so long that, you know, you guys have been waiting the entire night. I <laughs> came a little bit late, so I didn't have the same sense of. I guess build up, but I can imagine that it was pretty intense. Yeah, and I also sat next to my father, uh, and she Aww. was like also one of <laughs> those who really wanted to win. So uh, the what do you say, standing the yeah, the I guess the atmosphere, the atmosphere and the excitement was really there with with us. Oh well, that's really sweet. I'm happy that you guys got to experience <laughs> that. Thank you. Um, do you have advice for future micros looking to join the future iterations of Faderiets? Anything that you wish that you would have known beforehand, maybe, or that you would have done different? Um, no, I don't know, really. I think, uh, I feel like there are a lot of people, like in our Facebook group, for example, where are a lot of people, but like there's a lot of them that I haven't even met who I don't think have attended. Uh, any events and I can just or for like they probably didn't enjoy the whole father yet as much as I did because like I uh, did, went to all the events and uh, like yeah and therefore my experience was really good so I think that you should like uh, uh, what you give you take back mm. later so like uh, go to all the events try to talk to as many people as you can and just uh, yeah, trying to make it, try to make it, uh, be involved and try to make it a fun experience for everyone. And then it will be an even better experience for you as well. Ooh, I completely agree. And I do want this to be a central takeaway for all of those, for all of you who are listening to this. Please engage with the association because you won't get anything out of it if you don't put anything into it. To my experience so far, it's not that hard to engage. It's... In, to, in the association, it's just to like, they uh, make events and stuff and then it's just to go there and enjoy yourself. 
Yeah, we want you guys to come <laughs> to stuff. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, so this will be the last question. Uh, is there anything that you want the association to know about you or anything else that you want to say on the podcast? Yeah, but I can take uh, some time to make some uh, to make a name for the choir of the Fyringenekonomna. Because uh, lots of people, including myself for a long time, didn't know that there actually is a choir mm-hmm. in the Fyringen. It was like at the very end of the Micromist compass with all the committees, mm-hmm. there was uh, like an email to the choir committee. And they hadn't been on like the Amazing Race and stuff like that to show themselves. but. Um, there is a choir, so if you like <laughs> to sing, uh, it would be fun. I want to thank Emil for coming on the pod and, of course, reward him with the second ever allotted title of Friend of the Pod. I definitely see why he won one of the best micro titles. He's such a good sport and a pleasure to talk to. I hope all of you have gathered some more qualitative data on what it's like to participate in Fadridet, as well as why you should go so far as to try and win the whole thing. If you're interested in checking out Föreningen Ekonomnas Choir, they meet at 5 o'clock on Mondays in the PWC room here in Festningen. That's the bigger non-kitchen room on the lower floor, in case you haven't been at HQ before. Walk-ins are welcome and encouraged. If you have any other questions about the choir or joining, email them at choir at foreningenekonomina.se. That's foreningenekonomina, but with an O instead of an E in foreningen. This episode, we got a slight head start on the association spotting segment, courtesy of the choir. Make sure to check them out if you don't have plans to already. Moving on, Föreningen Ekonomerna is sending in their application to become a student union on the 4th of November. This serves us members by granting us rights to a spot in the housing queue through SSSB solely through our association as opposed to the SU association. Better educational surveillance, increased influence over educational quality, and more resources for events. Our chances of becoming a union all come down to the number of actively studying members that we have. This is why the association is providing the possibility for people who are still not members to get a membership for the rest of the fall semester for only five Swedish crowns. This will help us reach union status while you enjoy access to all of our events until the 1st of January. It's basically a win-win. If I were a listener listening (laughs) on the release date of this episode, which is November 3rd, I encourage you to hightail it to our website, fest.se, because today is the last day that this offer applies. Get on it. Are you a student with an interest in data and analytics? Can you analyze the data clues, solve the mystery, and find the murderer? Are you interested in a career within technology consulting? Then you are a perfect match for our EY data case event. Check out the association Facebook page for more information and the application link. Tickets for the ski trip to Val yes, I'm saying it right this time, you can tell I didn't take French in secondary school. The trip will be taking place between the 21st and 30th of January 2022, which is week four. If you're interested in going, make sure to book your spot soon, because once they fill up, they fill up. 
Find more information via our sports committee. Make sure to join the meet and greet happening November 3rd at Nial Bano from 5 to 7. This event is designed to be a fun social gathering where all the committees and the board will be available to answer your questions about being active in the association. Expect a fun gathering where you are welcome to mingle, socialize, and learn more about the association. There will also be free pizza and yours truly representing the marketing committee, so don't miss out. The Finance Society has partnered together with Amplify Trading to provide you with an interesting event where you will learn practical skills necessary for working within investment banking and sales and trading. Amplify Trading has created a simulation which has historically been used to train new graduate hires at firms such as Morgan Stanley, Credit Suisse, and Bank of America. Amplify Trading has also recently recommended 98 students from this type of event to Morgan Stanley, and all of them received a fast-track application to their internship positions in 2022. So, this event is perfect if you have an interest in getting international and domestic internship positions within finance. During the event, you will get a presentation from a representative about working in investment banking and sales and trading, and also, most importantly, get the opportunity to use their finance accelerator, which will give you an insight into what the work of sales and trader or investment banker looks like. This is the most interesting way to give you an edge during future recruitment processes. The event will take place digitally on Thursday, the 11th of November, between 5 and 7. For more information and a sign-up link, visit the Finance Society Facebook page. The Sports Committee has heard your suggestions and is therefore launching a new focus for football events with Foreningen Ekonomina. As such, they are looking for project leaders to organize various football events. This is a perfect opportunity to get more involved in the Sports Committee and the Association. See the Sports Committee Facebook page for more details. Psst! The weekly running sessions are still on. Meet up with your running buddies at Valhallavägen 95, also known as the entrance to Stadion, at 5 o'clock in the afternoons on Sundays for a run catered to all levels. Ekonomernas Dagar is still recruiting. If you're interested in helping organize one of Sweden's largest career fairs for business students, look no further. ED is currently looking for associates to join the following departments. Coordination, Corporate Relations, Event Management, Logistics, Sponsorship Management, and IT and Development. Hurry up, the last day to apply is today. More information via the official Ekonomenastaga Facebook and Instagram pages. Welcome back to My Two Cents, the segment where I highlight one thing that has really grinded my gears and another thing I adore. I've decided to keep the reversed order that I talked about last episode, meaning that I'll be tackling me being an absolute hater first and then ending on a more glowing note before the outro. I've decided that I do like leaving these episodes on a high note. So the thing that I'm going to direct all my haterade at this episode is drivers in Stockholm City not only thinking but acting on the idea that they own the sidewalk. This one really grinds my gears as a full-time pedestrian. And I know what some of you may be thinking, oh, Elma, you don't even have a license. You'd be more understanding if you did. And to that I say, psych, 
my friends as I am indeed certified to drive a death machine down the pavement. Just not these roads. I am the proud carrier of a New York State license, as I do indeed know how to drive a car, and I have since I was 16, which is longer than most of you who are listening. I just haven't taken the time to get certified here because one, I do not have access to a vehicle regularly anyway, and two, in my humble opinion, there are very few reasons to drive in Stockholm. Keeping that in mind, I will now take my sweet time in complaining about these entitled drivers because I am sick of it. I'm not unfamiliar with hostile or aggressive driving, all right? I learned to drive on Long Island, New York, of all places. I am more than familiar. Thus, I can at least sort of contextualize the need to drive aggressively on the road, key to the sentence being on the road. Because an unpleasant new development that I've witnessed recently involves drivers somehow developing an entitlement to pull up on the sidewalks. To quote my high school vice principal, hey buddy, this domain is not for you. Sidewalks belong to pedestrians. Act accordingly. You're not owed a spot on the sidewalk just because you drive a two-ton hunk of metal. So stop huffing and puffing when pedestrians are trying to make their way. You're the one out of your depth honey bunches. Once again, get ready for me to get real passionate about this one, but for the right reasons this time around. The people that know me in real life are already so sick of hearing me pour praise on this thing. This is a special shout out to my aunties and besties, Helena and Sylvia, because you already know what I'm about to talk about. This week, I wanted to take the time to deliver an ode to my nutty pod. If you don't know what a nutty pot is, it's a device that either via push force or gravity flushes salinated water in through one nostril and out the other. Essentially, it clears your sinuses by pushing mucus buildup out. It's a noble prize-worthy invention, let me tell you this much. As you can hear, I love and am obsessed with nutty potting. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I have been sick with a sinus inflammation recently, and this is where my nutty pot really shines, even though she is obviously useful, beautiful, and perfect under other circumstances too. It just occurred to me that I should make it clear that this is most certainly not medical advice. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist about what's best for your sinuses, because this is a very personal journey, I would know. But... For me personally, nutty potting has saved my life. And this does not feel like an exaggeration. Like I've alluded to, I'm prone to sinus issues and I've also experienced severe pollen allergies since the age of about nine. Not to be disgusting about it, but let's just say I've lived in Mucus City for more than half of my life now, all right? Whatever, this segment is going to be offhandedly gross anyway. Live and let live. No spray is all well and good, again, talk to your doctor, but nothing feels as good as flushing all of that dense, disgusting mucus out of your sinuses with perfectly salinated water. Nothing, my friends. It may be the best feeling of them all, frankly. And fact is that it truly does help. All of a sudden the blockage is gone and you can breathe again. It's a lovely, lovely thing. Now, I fully realize that I'm coming across as a bit of a neti pot evangelist, and while I'm normally not a fan of proselytizing in its pure form, I am willing to own that title this time around. 
friends, do yourself a favor and please get yourself a neti pot or buy it for your girlfriend, boyfriend, friend, mom, grandpa, whoever. You will be making your or their life better. I give you the after hours pot guarantee. God knows I would be on the floor if the hypothetical man in my life gifted me a neti pot. Just saying. Either way, I hope that at least one of you takes my advice on this. Run, don't walk to your local pharmacy. Once again, we have reached the end of the episode. Thank you all for listening. And if you have any ideas for segments or other things that you want me to talk about, shoot me a message on my Instagram. My handle is at elma.osk. I would especially love to hear it this time around as the next episode will be pre-recorded. So there will be some leftover bits from previous episodes that didn't make the cut in addition to some new stuff, of course. I'm leaving for Edinburgh to go see my best friend in less than a week, so I'll be stocking up on content in the next few days as I'm not trying to haul the association's one and only microphone across the North Sea. Because stealing is bad, and unnecessary luggage is even worse. The next episode will be published according to the same bi-weekly schedule as usual, but please be patient with me if I'm late. Just know it's coming if a bit delayed. Have a good morning, day or night, wherever in the world you are. See you soon.